0: The following podcast contains spoilers and rude words. Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Thanks for joining us here at We Watched A Thing. Um, given that it's We Watched A Thing, I must be Topher, you must be Billy. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's the only way We watch A Thing works, right? Oh, shots fired at your guests <laughs> of recent weeks. <laughs> No, no, they were great. They were great. We love our guests. We love our guests. I had I have an idea that I want to share with you. Yep, It's Christmas time. We're in the spirit of giving. You might remember that last year we ran a little ran a little um, competition for our listeners. I think we should do something again this year. What are you feeling? Are we again going to send the mugs shattered into a thousand <laughs> pieces? Look, I don't know what happened to Normo's mug. It was bubble wrapped when it was sent out. I don't know what happened there. Um, But yes, I was thinking we could send out mugs or or maybe shirts. Maybe we could let the winners decide. I think we should run two. I think we should run one competition where we'll just pick a random patron because we love our patrons and we thank them for their support. So just by being a patron, you're in the running. And then I think we should have a second competition. If you want to enter, all you have to do is leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us, send us a screenshot and you're in the running and And we'll pick someone at random and, and you will get either a mug or a shirt, your choice. And by random, we mean if it's a one star review, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> we have had two one star reviews lately. That's uh, what you get when you crap on a Nolan film. <laughs> How dare we? All right. But luckily, we're not talking Nolan this week. We're watching on O'Connor classic 2016's The Accountant, which this was requested by a patron. Um, This is another one of those where I have no idea. I thought what- you said we loved our patrons. <laughs> well, this is the same patron. This is the same patron, Dia, who asked us to watch Cure for Wellness. When they requested that, they said it was the worst movie they'd ever seen. I'm not sure if they requested this in the same vein or if maybe they genuinely like this. I'm not sure. So The Accountant is a 2016 American action thriller film directed by Gavin O'Connor, as we said, written by Bill Dubuque, and starring Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, John Bernthal, Cynthia Adai-Robinson, Jeffrey Tambor, and John Lithgow. And opening credits, some very serious 90s thriller music going on. Yeah. I was like, have I put on a film from 2016? Because this feels like it should be Enemy of the State, <laughs> which which I fucking love, just quietly. <laughs> but, but some real throwback music there at the beginning. Yeah, it really is. I got to say, I feel the whole vibe of the movie is very throwbacky. This feels much more like a 90s thriller to me than it does a, a 2000s thriller. Yeah, because you know how, okay, in modern times, any action film- and many of them may well have John Bernthal from this film in it. Yes. You have these kind of, you know, kind of knowingly B-plus films. You know, hope, like hopefully B-plus, but at least they're knowingly B-movies. Yeah. In the 90s, there were, like uh, Enemy of the State, some genuinely fantastic <laughs> kind of B-thrillers. Yes. Uh, that, didn't, uh, that didn't have the, the wink to the camera. That the modern ones, that the ones now do. There's no wink to the camera here. No, it's I think like it thinks it's good. I, I don't I don't think that I don't I don't think that's entirely true. I do think this movie thinks it's better than it is. But um, I mean, and did you hear that Affleck wants to do a sequel and he's now talking about doing a TV series with this character? I did know that there was talk of a sequel's been banging around for quite some time. I did not realise how successful this film was. This is Affleck's second highest grossing thriller after Gone Girl. We're not calling Armageddon a thriller? (laughs) I mean, I guess that's a fair question. Where do you draw the line? I mean, it's not thrilling. (laughs) So have you? Uh, okay, let's let's get. Into, we'll get into the film a bit more. Okay, um, which if anyone's missed the vibe here, uh, is not good. No, wait, wait, wait. I okay. Well, maybe I need to say this then. I like this movie. <laughs> I fucking knew you would. I look. Let let me be clear here. This is not a good movie, and I think that first. Okay, let me say this. It's way too long. It's way too long. This movie's two hours, and there's zero need for that. There's full. 10 to 15-minute segments that should be cut from this film. This should be an hour 20 to an hour and a half. Yeah, early days, I was like, oh, yeah, I would have cut, you know, I'd have cut, say, 30 seconds there kind of thing. And then by the time you're midway through the film, you're like, I would not have cut the last 30 seconds. I'd have cut the last (laughs) 10 minutes. Yes, because here's the thing. The movie starts far stronger than it ends. And I, I maybe I'm the one guy, I don't know, I prefer the non-thriller scenes in this. I like when he's just doing math. <laughs> like, to me, those scenes are much stronger than the, than the final kind of house takeover thing with John Lithgow is extremely weak. I mean, look, when, when he is doing the books at the the robotics firm, it, wh- while it is like just an absolute discount version of Zuckerberg making face smash. Yeah. I'm with you. It's It's still better than the... Than the action sequences, yes, which are like, yeah, if there was a, if there was a knowing wink to the audience, like maybe I'd be in on it, but I'm just like, this is just not good. Yeah, it's really not good. The stuff, the especially that, yeah, that final kind of twenty minutes, half an hour, where it's kind of him versus brother, and then the stupid kind of reunion, it it doesn't work. Oof. (laughs) 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 Um, several. Several characters in this film that either could just be cut entirely yeah. or just have less or just like Anna Kendrick's not bad in the film, but you could cut her character. Same film. Well, I think you could cut that plot. To me, I would yes. rather just him as the accountant and I would maybe keep- you know, the the Department of, of Treasury people kind of chasing him, trying to find him. Lose the entire John Lithgow plot. We don't need the Hitman. We don't need Anna. Ke- I, like, I agree with you. I think what she does in the film is fine. I think they have okay chemistry, but you just don't need any of that plot. Even Mary Beth from Treasury, like her whole backstory thing is so utterly unneeded. Like, Just have her be a character and save yourself two minutes of JK spitting (laughs) out exposition, which compared to what will happen later on in the film? Oh. An absolute bargain amount yeah. of exposition. Yeah, yeah. And here's, here's the other thing for me. Dick move on JK's part. Why did he even need to blackmail her? Like, she's an up-and-coming agent. I feel like she probably would have taken this case on. But for some reason, before he even asks her, he's like, you're going to do this, or I'm going to tell everyone that you're, you know... Like, I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah, <laughs> alternatively, you're going to do this, and in return, you'll receive some kind of fortnightly salary. Yeah, I know, right? I Like, she has no reason to... To say no to this. It's not a crazy case or anything. Like, why Why did he come straight out of the gate with blackmail? He sucks. And then also in that scene, fuck, I hate that scene, because also in that scene, something happens, which sometimes when it happens in a movie, it's good, but it rarely is when someone says the name of the movie. oh, uh, My wife and I both looked at each other and were like, they said it, they said the name. It's one of my favourite things ever. Who's this guy in the photo? That's... <laughs> The accountant. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Um, Look, let me say something good. Early days in in the film. Cool reveal shot of of our hero doing the puzzle upside down with no picture. Well done, Gavin O'Connor. Good shot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, look, (laughs) I actually think that the direction of the film in general isn't bad. I think that there's some interesting camera work here. I think the look of the film is much nicer than the screenplay. Oh, I think it looks like television. Really? You do? I, I'm actually a big fan of the look of this film. Maybe it's just because I like looking at Affleck. I'm not saying I can light it better, but I thought it was pretty uninspiring stuff. Yeah, interesting. I quite enjoyed the look. I mean, I, I feel like thriller as a whole is a pretty uninspiring genre. Like, unless you're Fincher, who really has a style and a voice with a thriller, this to me just looked like any other number of thrillers. I don't think this was any worse than any other thriller I've seen. I don't think it's worse than any other junk thriller. <laughs> 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 I was also reading an, an interesting thing where in this film, because I, I thought it was a little bit strange. When he's using that sniper, you see things get hit before you hear the sound of the bullet. And I was like, that's a bit strange. But apparently that's how it really is, because bullets do move faster than the speed of sound. So you do see them before you hear them. Interesting part on filmmaking, because I've, I've never actually seen that in a movie before. You know what I've never seen in a movie before? What? A performance from John Bernthal that I don't like. Oh, but this is it. This is this, this is that what you don't like. Is. Yeah. He, I know. He pops up as Assassin Bro. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow." Worst villain ever. And then it, it is so- I don't know if it's only because this is the second time I've seen it, but it felt so telegraphed that he is his brother. Like, from the moment you see him on screen, you feel like you you kind of know where it's going, which just- It's already not interesting to begin with, and that just makes it even less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I agree with you. He's, he's a very engaging actor, and he still manages to have some kind of presence, but the way his character is written is so poor- that it's just so hard to to engage with that. So, who the fuck is this father of theirs? This fucking psychopath who dishes out Shrek Onion philosophy while putting his kids through training that seems like 300 meets the League of Shadows. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this guy? Yeah, there's a lot of contradiction in that character too, right? Because, like... So at the start, when they're taking you know little baby Affleck to get checked out, and and it seems clear that the dad is the one who's like, no, nah, this is all hokum. Like, yeah, no, he's he, just like a aggra- he's just aggressive military dad. Yes, and then I don't know how long after that, but not long in sense of you know actual chronology, the wife leaves because she can't handle it, but the the dad in that scene. You know he comes in. He's comforting Affleck. He's doing like the chant and stuff. Like he, I don't. I feel like there's way too much contradiction there. Like this, this is not the same guy who turned down help for his son. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's fine. Having characters change in a film is fine. But this is literally the next time we see him. It seems a stretch for the movie to be like, yeah. So the dad really grew off screen. Yes, but and yet, the reason his wife is leaving is apparently because he turned down help and and blah, 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 but it's like, I I just didn't, there was just, none of that made sense. It didn't track. No. Dad's an absolute psychopath and it's just weird. Yeah. You know what would be great? If we just cut every flashback scene from the film, which then you also cut the fact that John Bonethal is his brother. Just all of that in the bin. Yes, I, I agree with that 100%. Great, I've saved us another- Eight minutes. I'm liking this edit. <laughs> I still think that if you just cut the entire plot from the second half, with with you know the hitman and his brother and, and Lithgow and stuff, I I think you'd have a fairly decent hour and a half movie. Yeah, I think I'd have cut it when he realised that. Uh, let's see, one person's already been shot in the head, and he's like, oh well, now I'm going to have to live not having completed this job, and that will be difficult for me. Roll credits. <laughs> Shame for me. This is going to upset you, Billy. Yeah. Shame for me that at this point when like when the accountant was made the Keanu Reeves is already John Wick. Because Keanu in this role, oh fuck off. So much better. No. So way. much better. I'm uh, I'll tell you one thing. This movie kicks the crap out of any of those John Wick chapters. It certainly does not. <laughs> it sure does. Affleck is so great in this role. Say what you will about the movie. Affleck is very very good. He's engaging. He plays the character well. He he is the one thing that keeps this movie going. Affleck's version of "I'm barely awake" and I hope people buy it as something deep going on. No, no, it's not great. <laughs> I, nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not here for this conversation, Dave. Deeply forgettable shit from Affleck. Nah, that's some rubbish. just not right good there. Just I, not good. No, mate. No. I, I actually when watching it. I was really thinking, you know what? I would like this as a TV series. I think a TV series of this would be much, much better. You don't fill it with all the junk. You know, it's week to week, him doing some math, him killing a bloke, Affleck just being awesome. I would watch an eight episode, you know, limited series of this for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard no from me. (laughs) I think Affleck's great. I think, uh, honestly- I think the worst part is is the writing. I think it's hard to really fault. Even John Bernthal, like we said, we don't like him in this film. I, I kind of don't blame him for it. It's a real shame that this is the movie where you get J.K. Simmons, John Lithgow, and Jeffrey Tambor in a movie. Like, it's a shame that this is that movie, because those three could do something amazing together. I was going to say, you said it like- Like, when Pacino and De Niro were finally together, like, had people been crying out for this (laughs) trinity of actors? I just Like, when are we going to get Lithgow and Tambor? Mate, I just think that they're they're exceptional actors. I would watch Lithgow do anything. Like, he had me since Cliffhanger. (laughs) But, yeah, quite, I mean, quite forgettable in this. Oh, he's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing. The entire cast is both good and awful at the same time. And I kind of just can't blame the actors for it. Yeah, I mean so right when right when the movie you really feel like the movie's slipping away from you and probably needed a deeper cut in the edit. Uh thank God it's rescued by a ten minute professional backstory from J.K. Simmons' character. <laughs> I know. That was the worst bit of exposition ever. I, don't, I have zero explanation for no. it. I don't know what to say about it. It's literally What is it at least doing in this film? It's at least- What minutes. is it doing in this film? Yeah. The film is called The Accountant, not the guy chasing the accountant. Well, fuck off. But also, how fucking terrible- Okay, so firstly, he's a shit bloke for blackmailing mainly Mary Beth. <laughs> Mary Beth. Is that her name? I don't think that's her name. It starts with I an M. I checked IMDB, mate. I couldn't remember it, so It's I checked not It's not Mary Beth, mate. Well, IGB says it's Mary Beth. Well, if it is, then it's really strange, because I think most of the time they call her by her surname, which also starts with an M. So, is that like a comic book thing going on? Because it's like Marion or- I don't don't know. I don't know. Old Lady M. Anyway, he he blackmails her. But then also, he's supposedly been hunting this accountant for the longest time. She does it in less than a week. (laughs) It does not take her long to find this guy. He does say, like, when the the accountant asks J.K. Simmons, are you a good agent? He's like, no. Honestly, best scene in the movie. I, I actually quite enjoy that exchange of dialogue. And that I do think that his performance there where he's like, no. I think that's pretty good. Because I, I got to say, if I was in that situation and someone was like, are you good at what you do? I think I'd say no with the same inflection. <laughs> that, that kind of like, look. I wish I was better. I just don't care enough, though. So, Yeah, a bit of (laughs) honesty with a sprinkling of self-pity. Yeah, a little bit of hard honesty with yourself. I I, I actually really, really enjoy his performance there in that scene. This is a film that has me disliking seeing John Bernthal and J.K. Simmons on screen. That is, in itself, an achievement. (laughs) I wouldn't have thought that was possible. But here it is, The Accountant. (laughs) Can we talk about the prom dress? <laughs> well, the movie certainly wants to. <laughs> well, cuz yeah, I don't I actually forgot that even now. I got your message after I'd watched it because I it's funny. I started watching this movie after you, but I finished watching it before you because you clearly had to watch it in bits and pieces. <laughs> but it w- it was over for me and I got a message from you saying like fuck enough about the prom dress. I was like is he watching something else? Because I I had to go to my wife, what's this about a prom dress? She was like, oh, yeah, Anna Kendrick talks about a prom dress. I'm like, oh, I honestly don't even remember that. But you clearly, clearly that was the straw that broke your back. And of course, like, it's not, yes, I know that before, like, everyone shut up. I know it's not about the prom dress. I'm just, (laughs) that's my shorthand for that whole conversation, which should be cut from the film. Well, uh, no, 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 no. So would you actually cut Anna Kendrick as a whole? Is that what you're saying? Yes. No way. I would. No. Again, let me stress, not blaming Anna Kendrick for that. She has one of the best action sequences in the film, I think. I'm not really like a, a guns blaring kind of person, which maybe is why I'm not such a huge John Wick fan because I just, guns firing off for me just doesn't really do it for me. The scene where the delivery guys are in her house and she's fighting them in the bathroom and, you know, there's the kitchen sink and stuff, I actually think that's a pretty. A pretty good action sequence, and clearly not a kitchen sink since she's in the bathroom. Well, you know what I mean, sink, mate. <laughs> I've never thought of Anna Kendrick as as much more than a forehead, but she does pretty well in that scene. And then she pops back up right at the end of the film, and you are like, "Oh yeah, Anna Kendrick was in this film." Yeah, yeah, she does disappear for a very long time there, and it wants like the film wants you to really care about the fact that yeah, we're back with her for sixty seconds, and I am just like, fucking. Move it on, movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the that's the script's biggest weak point, is that it actually doesn't make you care about any of the characters. Sure doesn't. I don't care about Mary Beth. I don't care about Anna Kendrick. I don't even care about Affleck, other than I just really like Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Him, like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Him doing the couple's taxes at the beginning, one of the better scenes with Affleck in it. <laughs> that really is a great scene though. I was like it's not a bad I, scene. I need an accountant like this. <laughs> so are you familiar with the um the story of the original script for Goodwill Hunting? The one that Kevin Smith wrote. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I know that Affleck and, and Damon wrote it together for university. That's all I know about it. Well yeah, Damon wrote it then, Affleck <laughs> he let Affleck put his name on it as well. Um so the original script that they started like showing people was way longer than what it wound up because in the original Will Hunting does actually take one of those jobs and the movie then goes off on this agent hunting thing. Right, right. And one of the people they showed it to who's it's it's someone who you know but their name has just left my mind. Read the script and got back to them and were like, hey, you've got like two movies here and one of them's good. Cut <laughs> all of this shit. And as soon as I started watching this film, I was like, oh my God, this is this just the leftovers from Goodwill Hunting? This is it. This is hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the look of them, Apples Will. What are we gonna do? <laughs> It's fucking absurd. Did Affleck call Damon one day? He's like, "Guess what? We're doing it." And Damon was like, "I'm not." You take <laughs> he's like, "All right." Affleck, Affleck was like, "All right, I'll do it." <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Gus Van Sant for it. I bet you're not. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you've ma- you've made your thoughts on the film very very clear. Yeah, not a good film. Let's start with your score. <laughs> I thought maybe I could stretch it, but I can't. Three out of ten. Honestly, that's higher than I thought. I thought you were going to go a two. So, yeah. can I just ask something though? And I know that I've brought this up previously, but I I really need to ask something, and I really need you to take a long, hard look at yourself. Okay. Are you genuinely telling me that you enjoyed this more than Tommy Boy? Is that honestly what you're saying? Are you honestly asking me that? I really am because I I still I just don't. I, I can't make the connection in my head. You seem to really hate this, and yet you're still scoring it higher than Tommy Boy. thing about this film is that it is, like, aggressively subpar. It's not, like, aggressively horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No sense. Like, every, everything about this film, there's, there's nothing that's, like, act- as much as I've crapped on it, and I genuinely think with very good reason... There's nothing about this film that is an absolute atrocity. It's just like every element is subpar. Couldn't couldn't disagree more. Eight out of ten. No, what are you scoring it? Okay, I'm I'm a six. Genuinely. <laughs> okay, I'm genuinely a six. I I don't think this is anywhere near as bad as you do. I I do think this is an above average thriller. Maybe it's just that thrillers. Poor. Well, I tend to like them cheesy. That's 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 a that's a tough look for thrillers. I haven't found a thriller that I've really enjoyed since about ninety nine because I actually like them. Can Sica- John Burnthal, Sicario? Well, uh, yeah, okay. I really wouldn't call that a thriller. That's I don't know that that's kind of next level. That's more of a drama to me. To me, a thriller needs cheesiness to be called a thriller. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I look for in a thriller too. <laughs> cheesiness. <laughs> Like I, I I I had fun with this movie. Do I think it needs an extensive cut? Yeah, I do. I like I said, I would cut out entire subplots. This movie shouldn't be longer than an hour twenty five. Um, but I do think there are some decent bones there, and I think I, I think that the acting across the board is pretty good. No comment. <laughs> I love when we disagree. You know, one of the one-star reviews we got recently said that we, um, you know, we, we didn't rate bad movies highly enough. So, clearly, they just haven't listened to me talk. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are we getting to next week, mate? I don't know. Is it Christmas yet? It's Christmas next week. It's. Li- I believe the episode will actually drop on Christmas Eve. It will, too. Hey, it goodwill... Hunting 2. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> yes. Uh, we will not be watching Goodwill Hunting. Uh, we'll be getting to Home Alone, Home Alone for our classic Christmas movie. And for the patrons, we'll be doing a special bonus episode also watching Home Alone 2. So that's exciting. I'm happy to watch those. <laughs> Have you watched them yet? No, I haven't. We should try watch them together if we can. And I haven't watched Goodwill Hunting too. <laughs> well, not th- I mean not this century. <laughs> we Did I just say Home Alone too or Goodwill Hunting 2? You said Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> How much have you had to drink, mate? I know it's the middle of the day, but you've got to watch that. It's been a rough day at work. <laughs> Don't forget to leave us a review and send us a screenshot. You can email it to us at wewatchthething at gmail.com or you can contact us through our website at wewatchthething.com. You can also just direct message it to us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchthething. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchthething and we'll catch you next week with Home Alone. Go watch a movie. The review was like, not everything can be The Godfather. Uh, wake up, man. I didn't give The Godfather a 10. <laughs> I think I gave it the same score as, well, not that Ready much higher or not. than this. Yes, I did, actually. I did give it the same score. You have score The Godfather on par with Ready or Not. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. And I stand by that. Let that bit of info just hang there. You know what I've rewatched recently? Ready or Not. You know what I haven't? The Godfather. <laughs> not well, worthy of a rewatch, mate. That's um that's not great life choices. I don't have seventy six hours spare to re watch a fucking gangster film. Our gangster film. Okay. <laughs> the gangster film. Come on. <laughs>